Hello, welcome into The Harvest. I'm Andrew Stroud. Happy 2023. It is a new year and I am joined today on the show, as I often am, by my good friend and co-host Abigail Wilson. Abigail, how are you? I'm good, Andrew. You and I have not been together in so, so long on this podcast, so it's really fun to be back together. It is uh, original. It is fun. So much has happened. In fact, I, I had to look yeah. this up, Abigail. Do you remember okay. the last show that we were on together like this? Um, it was like June or something. It was June or, 30th. Okay, good. I didn't, I didn't look it up, so I feel very good that I remember that. See, I thought maybe we had been <laughs> on a show in the fall because you were on the show. Oh, right. Um, yes, with Karis. With Karis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess I just thought somewhere in there, we had been on a show together, but I thought, well, maybe yeah, not. I we've just back been in meetings together. Like if only you guys out there listening could be in our Zoom meetings, then you would have seen us together. But yeah. yes, good point. Not officially. We've seen each other and had yes. many a conversation, mm-hmm. but we haven't we have. been on a show like this. So yeah. it's yes. good to see you again. Yeah, you too. And yeah, for the podcast world, I, we are just the same as we all have always been, but life has happened for us. So here we are to talk about it. (laughs) Life has definitely happened for us. For instance, um, even though it's been six months, you are a world away, Mm -hmm. literally. So right now we're recording. It's 9am here on the West Coast. Um, What time is it where you're at? And where are you? I it is 6pm. And I am in Germany. So um, if you're watching us on YouTube, you will see that I brought all my rainbows with me from my previous uh, office. Uh, So it's very similar and it's really great to be settled in. But it took a while because guess what? It takes a lot to move from Texas to Germany, (laughs) maybe more than I realized. (laughs) Right. Well, that's what we want to do on the show today. Um, We really wanted to give some life and ministry updates to our larger community just to let them know what's going on with us as we start the new year. We we always love hearing from you. So if you want to share with us in response what's going on with you and how we can be praying for you, then you can either send us an email or connect with us on social media. We'd love to hear from you as well. But why don't we start with that, Abigail? why don't we start with just a quick update? We started to catch up a little bit about how the new year's starting, but just with our larger community, what's going on in your life and ministry? And then I'll share a little bit about what's going on with us here in California. Yeah. So um, my husband, Brett, took a job in Germany, which is very shocking and surprising to me as his wife. Um, I talked a little bit about this uh, in past episodes. So hopefully that's not news to anyone. but. Um, We did. We packed everything up in like two months and made our way over to Germany. And um, it's been real fascinating to adjust to a new country. Uh, Before we left, Brett was like, we are still going to be doing house church, Abigail, like just so you know. And I was like, oh, okay. Good to know. I didn't know there were other options. (laughs) (laughs) We're so in this at this point. So, um, So that was... Uh, an interesting thing for us to then start doing in a new country uh, with new people and just a new community to get to know. So it's been uh, very slow. Luckily, um, we always have three members that always show up to church because they live with us and aren't there our children. So that's been very helpful when it's been um, a slow start here in Germany. Mm -hmm. But we left behind a really fabulous church in San Antonio um, and still are very much um, just a part of their like cheerleading squad from Germany. So that's really, really cool to see. And it has just been like a whirlwind of just trying to figure out what the new season holds. Um, I don't know. What direction does this say? Can you read this in the background, Andrew? Or is yeah, it backwards? No, it- it's, it reads the right way. It says impossible. That's right. That was the word that God gave me for 2022. Um, and I thought it was going to be like a real cool spiritual um, journey for like God doing the impossible. And he did. He took me to a whole different country and I was shocked. And that to me is pretty impossible. So I left it up. I'm going to take it down and put this next year's word up there. But uh, I thought for the show, I should leave it there. 
Um, I will say the other impossible thing that happened, and I'm just going to go ahead and like announce my news, Andrew. Is that cool? Yeah. Okay. So uh, the other impossible thing for me anyway, was I am, am going to be giving up my position here at Into the Harvest um, being on our, our staff. Uh, this is impossible because I really didn't want to do it. Um, I had to argue with God about it for like a few days, <laughs> maybe longer, but definitely a few days. Um, and, but it's, I, I think now that I've made the decision, I'm seeing more and more that God's going to really be doing some cool things with Into the Harvest without me and also with us here in Germany. So, uh, so many impossible things. I don't love it. Yeah, most of you know um, that Abigail has been our editor-in-chief. Really, you've worn a lot of hats over the years. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but, Thanks for acknowledging that, Andrew. <laughs> but your official title has been yeah. <laughs> editor-in-chief of our blog over at IntoTheHarvest.org. You've yeah. done an amazing job with that. You've written a lot of the articles at the blog, you know, sharing from your experience and wisdom of following Jesus and uh, making disciples and doing ministry out of your home and in your neighborhood. So, um, but you've done a lot of other things. Obviously we've done this show together. This is the yeah. first episode of season six, which is what pretty hard to imagine. Um, so you've been on the podcast, obviously you've done, we just finished up Advent last month and you mm -hmm. put together an amazing Advent series for us that we've used for a few years now. So, you know, you've done a lot, but, um, in a sense, you're stepping away from the, those official roles within yes into mm -hmm. the harvest as a ministry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, maybe share a little bit about why you believe the Lord is wanting you to take that step um, mm. at this point, to step away from these official <sighs> into the harvest roles, because you're still going to be doing everything that you've been doing in terms of in, in your local area. Right. Yes. Um, yeah. Way to ask the hard hitting questions, the why question. <laughs> you know, the short answer is, um, what we do here at Into the Harvest, you and I have always been, um, the, the most important thing was what we are doing on the ground, um, and in the harvest places. And it's one of the things that I am really proud of, um, in regards to Into the Harvest. I know you are doing the things that you say you are doing, Andrew, and, um, you are teaching from a place of living it out. And I really, really respect and love that. And I wanted to follow suit in that and, um, have tried to be very vulnerable on this, on this podcast and, um, in writing of just what that looks like and but also really get back to the truth of that um but however in the in that um, mix i think there's always the needing to make sure that our priorities are where they need to be and um and focused where they need to be into the harvest has always been a delightful icing on my cupcake of um i I verbally process, like I've loved our times on the podcast. I've like walked away learning things. Um, and so it's been a real delight for me, especially as a stay at home mom. Um, when we started, Andrew, um, I, like, let's just like harken back for two seconds um, yep. to when I used to put my two-year-old into childcare at the YMCA and then we would record while I was in my car. <laughs> those are, like, this is before good... we had the video. This is before yeah. we had YouTube. Oh man, I wish we had YouTube then though, because that would have been some good <laughs> stuff. Um, <laughs> but I, it was, it was a real gift to me. Um, and I really, it really, really blessed me to be able to know that whatever we were going through in our ministry, um, and just our day-to-day -day lives, trying to be faithful in the harvest places that I was needed to be obedient. So I could then be, um, of a, a, like truly transparent here, um, at into the harvest. So, um, it's been a real blessing to me that said, I would do my work during my kids' nap times and like when they were in school. And so it really didn't get in the way of our, my other very big priorities, namely my children. So, um, as we said before, it is 6 PM right now, which is like prime my children time. Mm -hmm. Um, my kids are going to public school here in uh, Germany and the adjustment is they've been doing so, so great, but, uh, you know, it's kind of a big deal. And uh, we're just entering into some some crazy new seasons um, as a family. And the evenings are kind of 
kind of my, like my prime time, you know, I, I like, I spend my day in my sweats and then I like do some stretches and then I go into the evening and that's like when I'm, (laughs) when I need to be on for my family. So, um, that was a really big part of it was just knowing that because of the time change, um, uh, and you know, when we would need to record, when I would need to record, even if we had guests, um, Mm -hmm. most guests Mm -hmm. are in the States. And Mm -hmm. so we'd need to also record during this time. And so, um, that was probably the first clue. Um, and then there were, you know, some other things as well, but I was talking to Brett about it earlier and he was like, you know, the bottom line is that you were obedient. And I think, um, we're going to probably see more and more the reasons we don't even know all of the reasons yet, but, uh, sometimes we just have to be obedient to what we feel like the Lord is leading us to do. And That's, Absolutely. You know, that's such a great yeah. point. And I don't know what your experience is, Abigail, but oftentimes as my life has played out, um, you know, I would say that it's the Holy Spirit, but certainly you begin to get this sense that things are a little bit out of balance or things are mm-hmm. that, that change is coming. And, uh, you, right. you know, for me, oftentimes I can't even articulate it. I can't, I can't necessarily mm-hmm. put it in words even to myself, when it's first starting, you begin to get this sense that maybe the Lord is leading in a new direction and you're going to be starting a new chapter. And I agree totally. You know, this show that we did last year, if we went 12 months back, we were talking about 2022 and, and some of the changes that were coming up. And so oh, over the Have you listened year, to it? I don't remember what we said. <laughs> well, I only remember, I only remember because um, I, we did a uh, show on me starting to work bivocationally. <laughs> And so we thought that was going to be the big thing. (laughs) (laughs) It was one of the big things for sure. 2022 was was a year, you guys, I think for uh, both of us, but, but well, probably for many people that are listening or watching this, but for the two of our families, for sure, a lot Mm -hmm. of change, um, not always easy, but um, the constant, the constant presence of God, I would say guiding us through that, but you know, God's Mm -hmm. presence being constant and, his promise to guide us. Um, it doesn't mean that it always is crystal clear. Um, right. the, the why questions that, like you said, those are sometimes really hard to discern. It can be years. I found years later, I can mm-hmm. look back and say like, okay, I can actually see now how that experience and what, what I was going through or what we were learning, how that's now bearing fruit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you don't, you often don't get to see that. And so I do think you have to, um, there's the, a real sense of trusting God as you go through life. And especially as you make major life changes, like vocational change, um, mm-hmm. going by vocational or for, for you guys, Brett taking a job in Germany. Um, <laughs> and then, um, obviously this, a big shift for you in, into the harvest, um, has been, I know, like you said, it's icing on the cake, but you've, you've put a lot of time and effort into that icing. So it's not like, it's just like a little side project. um, Yeah, but that's uh, fun. I mean, I think we've had a lot of fun in doing it. I think you and I both really love um, what this is all about and we're really passionate about it. So it it doesn't feel like, I mean, some of it felt like work. Um, Like you make me do a podcast and that was real, (laughs) but you know, I've gotten used to it. Yeah. Well, that's one of the things that I've learned for sure. Um, whether it's podcast or blog articles or when you're, when you're, when you're trying to produce content to encourage people and, um, you really have to be consistent. And so there's absolutely, there's weeks that Mm -hmm. it's not fun to, um, to record a podcast or to meet a deadline for an article. Um, and it's, it's worth it, but it's not always just, just this fun experience that you're, that you're going through, but on the whole, for sure, this is something that we, we love to do. We're going to be living this lifestyle anyways. Mm -hmm. And so being able to share that and hopefully invite others to join us in this lifestyle of following Mm -hmm. Jesus and making disciples and learning how to live and share our faith in everyday places. That's that is icing on the cake because it's something that we're already yes. doing locally to get a chance to um, to use technology to share it with a lot larger group of people is is something that we do enjoy. Yeah, for sure. And I I think that um, it's also interesting to make a decision that you know um, affects other people. You know, like you can't help but um, think how 
And that's the part, one of the parts that I cannot see, but I can trust that God is going to do good things with that. So, mm-hmm. um, even, you know, leaving this community in a official capacity, is hard for me. Cause I'm like, <laughs> I just thought of like a good podcast episode just the other day. I need to tell you about it later, but I, I was like, no, you don't do that anymore. <laughs> So, um, it's going to be really exciting for me. Um, because even, uh, you know, in the last few months, I took a pretty long break and, uh, I still got to hugely benefit from into the par- uh, harvest. Uh, you were putting out some really awesome, awesome interviews. Like some of my favorite ever were in this last season in season five. So if you did not get to into any of those, um, kind of the end of the year podcasts that Andrew did so, so good. Um, and then hope over on our social media was really putting out super encouraging stuff that was really helping me. And, and I, it sounds really cheesy, but I was like, Oh, because this is what people like, this is why people follow this. <laughs> I am in the harvest and I am benefiting from into the harvest. So I am looking forward to being um, just a full-time like follower of into the harvest because in this season, like we legitimately need it. And I think that was always our goal was into the harvest was for people maybe who were just trying to labor and didn't have support. Um, and now it's me. yeah well let's well let's talk about that because you know obviously you've been a huge part of into the harvest we started into the harvest i I always have a hard time like remembering the date but i always want to say 2018 but maybe it was 2017 but it's been several years and um i'm pretty sure you were the first or second person that i told about it after cindy my wife um and (laughs) Uh, you were the first person that I asked to to come on the team with me um, to to start this this ministry, um, and you were, you know, you jumped on board with both feet. So, um, so it is a really huge for me personally. Like it's a pretty big transition moment for into the harvest, yeah. um, just on a personal level. And I know it's going to have a, an impact for the ministry as well. Although, like you said, we're, we trust that God has. You know, he's got what he's doing through our yes. lives and, and through mm-hmm. this ministry. So, so I want to talk a little bit about um, the ministry of Into the Harvest, almost as a reset. Like, hey, why are we yeah. doing this, and what That's where exciting. do we? Yeah, where do we see things going here in in twenty twenty three? But before we get into that, I think what you just shared is is so important for people to to hear, which is a big part of you stepping away as uh, from being editor in chief. Of into the harvest and being on the podcast on a regular basis is so that you can be faithful in the harvest. So that that really <laughs> <Yeah>. is yeah, <laughs> funny that, really that. Is the, the whole point, you know. And yeah. you're not disappearing. You're not dropping off the uh, the face of the earth. You're still in the harvest. You're still going to be part of this community. Uh, mm-hmm. I we haven't talked about it, but I'm sure that there'll be blog articles at some point where even if it's just you sharing something from what you're already writing over on your personal blog, um, or maybe coming on at some point in the future and just you know, updating us on how things are going. You're, you're yeah. gonna be around and yes, you're gonna be for sure. living the same life that, <laughs> that we try to promote and talk about. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I just, I guess it just really shows like that I can't multitask right now, which is cool because that just gives you more credit, Andrew. Andrew went to bivocational this year. Like he's truly supporting his family um, all the day long. And he's still doing it to the harvest. I just like moved countries and couldn't handle it. So <laughs> I think like it just, <laughs> you just moved yeah, countries. It was like a minor thing. And I just like lost the plot. So I can't multitask anymore. It's fine. <laughs> but we're really glad that you can, Andrew. And everyone out there, take a second and think about how you're supporting Andrew because it's not easy. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, well, I appreciate that. And actually that's, you know, that's part of why we went by vocational, you know, if, just to go back is to say, you know, we're talking about being ordinary believers in everyday places. And mm-hmm. so over the years, my family has had the great privilege of being sponsored or uh, supported in a full-time capacity where people give to the ministry of into the harvest. And that's literally how I pay my bills. That's how we mm-hmm. buy food. Um, 
And, you know, God has been behind that. God has, has provided for us over the years where our family has never gone without. Um, but we did sense a little over a year ago that, hey, we're, we're talking about this, we're promoting this, but we need to take a step towards being one of those people. Not mm -hmm. that we weren't actively sharing our faith in our social circles, but, um, but to have the pressures of um, a regular job Mm -hmm. And also to be a light for Jesus, you know, in that workplace. Um, and like you just said, to, to juggle the scheduling, because that is a yeah. big part of what it means to, to follow Jesus and to represent him um, mm -hmm. and to keep the main thing, the main thing, you know, if there aren't other things that are trying to constantly encroach and distract us and to steal away um, our focus and our devotion, then in a sense, we're not really keeping the main thing, the main thing. We're just, that that's all there is. There's only one um, thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know, like just, just to be honest, like I spent time in prayer this morning, just confessing to God that I do feel like over the holidays and in recent weeks, it's been a, a real struggle to, like you said, keep the plot. Um, and I don't feel like I've done a, a great job of, of doing that. So um, it's another challenge of presenting content like this is like your life is still having ups and downs. So it's, it's right. Yeah. And it's not like, hey, guys, we had an off week. Sorry. Everything's always going great. And we're always hitting the bullseye. Yeah. Um, but again, that's what we're trying to do is not only live it, but then be honest and, and share with you guys. Yeah. But Let's talk a little bit about the future of Into the Harvest, which is going to be more on me, I guess, since... Yes, uh, <laughs> I, I'll ask you questions. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's good. Well, let me start. You can think, think yeah. of the questions, but okay. just as a refresher for folks, Into the Harvest, the name itself comes from the passage at, at the end of Matthew, where Jesus looks out and he sees uh, the crowds of people, multitudes of people coming to him. And it says that he was moved with compassion because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without shepherd. And if we just kind of pause the story right there and we, we took a step back and we said, okay, Jesus, he, he came down to earth to announce this message that the kingdom of God is at hand. And here he's got thousands of people, multitudes of people coming to him to, to hear him, to, to be healed by him, to see what he's about. This would be like a, a mega a mega pastor's dream, a mega church pastor's dream, um, to have thousands of people seeking you out to to hear, to learn, to benefit from what you have to offer. And yet, it says that Jesus was moved with compassion. And when you study the 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 Greek there, his his stomach was in knots. It's a very physical mm. sensation that's being described by Matthew in his gospel. That he was moved with compassion almost doesn't do it justice. Like he was, he was greatly troubled by this. And so it already sets up um, a, a strange dilemma in our minds. Cause we would say, this is a good thing, Jesus, but, but Jesus sees this as um, a real problem. And so when he sees these people who are harassed and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd, it says that he turns to his disciples because they were also with him, the people that he was training and investing in the twelve. He turns to the 12 and he says, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Therefore, pray to the Lord of the harvest that he would send out workers into his harvest. And so really, that's that's kind of the um, the core of what we believe here at Into the Harvest and what we're trying to promote and help others do is be some of those few workers, be some of the few laborers who have who have been discipled. You know, Jesus didn't say that to anybody. He said that to the 12, because these were the ones who could actually carry his message and his mission out into the harvest. So he turns to those people and he says, you're the solution to this problem. The, the solution is not just to continue to have thousands of people come to the expert, which in this case was Jesus. Jesus saw that the solution was ultimately going to be for, for these, for these yahoos, the 12, like that's a huge <laughs> step down from Jesus, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> but Jesus said, like, you guys are the solution. The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. But these workers need to be out. They need to be sent out into the harvest. And so that's always been our mission is not so much how can we get our groups to grow, even though 
that's great. We, we want to see that. Um, but even more so, we want to see God's people developed and matured and equipped so that they can go out into their workplace, their neighborhood, their social networks, and be those few laborers who are representing Jesus um, to their friends and family and coworkers. So that's still the mission that we're going to be, you know, yeah. giving ourselves to. Um, whether that's on a personal level, we're trying to be those faithful workers out in the everyday places. And then this ministry is all about trying to provide inspiration, ideas, focus, and resources, materials to help others of you who want to be those few workers go out and represent Jesus in the everyday places. So yeah, that's just a, just a reminder that this is why we're doing the show. This is why we have the website. And uh, whatever we do here in 2023, it's going to be built around trying to, to, yeah. to move us towards that. Yeah, I love that, Andrew. Also, because it has not changed. Um, you know, right. in the five years that we've been, you know, live on your social media feeds, that vision has not changed. And I, I think that's really shows to how much uh, we believe in that, that, mm -hmm. that that is, in fact, what this lost world and this lost generation that we're in really, really is in need of. So I think it's really cool that it hasn't changed at all. So if you have been around for a while, that may um, be something you've heard before, but we can always hear that again. I think for me, the big thing there is uh, to take ownership of that for myself, because I think for most of my life, I was like, that's for the 12. Mm. And that's it. Mm -hmm. Can you kind of speak to why we need to take that on to ourselves? Because I'm I'm not one of the 12. Right. Well, you know, we think about the 12 and it's very easy to put the disciples on a pedestal. They're, they're the apostles, you know, they're, they're the ones upon whom Jesus uh, built the church. And we read the book of Acts and it's, it's pretty amazing to see how God used them. Um, even though we don't, we actually don't get a lot of stories from the 12. Like th there's not much in the scriptures about what happened with Thomas, what happened with Bartholomew, yeah. what, what happened with Philip, where did they go? Um, we get little glimpses from some of them. Most of the story revolves around Peter and John. And then of course the apostle Paul, who wasn't even part of, of this particular passage out of Matthew nine. But I think that's why it's important to read the Gospels, because when you read the Gospels, like I'm reading in Matthew right now, it's like, man, these guys, they really, they were like us, guys. They, they were very much ordinary people Peter. <laughs> with a lot of flaws, <laughs> a lot of flaws. Like I just read how they couldn't stay awake in the garden. And it's literally oh. all Jesus, like Jesus says, you know, my soul is greatly distressed. And of course, we're reading it. We know, we know what he's getting ready to face. And he knew what he was getting ready to face. And this was his, his hour of need. And that's what he says, you know, watch, uh, stay alert and uh, watch with me. Like that's all they had to do. They literally only had to stay awake. Um, and of course they couldn't do it. Yeah. So I think it's easy for us to put the apostles on a pedestal and, and realize that um, and, and believe that we're somehow less, but really mm -hmm. that's the whole point is that God wants to use his people yeah. Um, you know, his, his power is perfected in our weakness. Mm -hmm. And so, um, what he really just needs from us is our, our willingness, our willingness to step out in faith and join him in this, uh, this mission that he has for us. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, so Andrew, you are now bivocational. So right. this, you're no longer in full-time ministry. Do you think that it has been a huge, like mind-blowing shift? Or is it the same? Like, how did, how does it feel? You did it for a whole year. <laughs> well, it's definitely not the same. It's definitely not <laughs> yeah. the same, um, which I'm glad because that would be a big disappointment if it was like shifted <laughs> over and like, oh, okay. No big deal. <laughs> um, I really enjoyed it. It has been a challenge at times. Uh, we had some other things happen this past year within our, our extended family that required a lot of time and energy um, from, from Cindy and I in particular. Um, and so aside from just being bivocational, which, you know, some people may not be familiar with that term. So, so we're still, we're, we're kind of part-time in both. We're part-time with Into the Harvest. And so, mm -hmm. you know, folks do still give to this ministry and support it. And part of that support helps us 
but then I'm also working part-time as a, uh, a, a loan officer. And so, um, so yes, that, that does require like being much more intentional about scheduling my, my time and my week and being much more on top of things in terms of setting priorities. Mm -hmm. And, um, a lot of times, you know, just like what you were saying earlier, like a lot of times you, you have things that you really care about, but they might be down the list. They might be number four or number five. Um, and the big thing about setting priorities is that, you know, it helps you keep the main thing, the main thing. So, uh, I think it's been, um, it's definitely been a challenge, but it's been what I was hoping for. Yeah. Um, that's and cool. part of what I was hoping for was just the challenge and to be able to um, live this life so that when we talk about it, um, it's a little bit, it, it's more based on current events and experience than just mm-hmm. concepts or, or right. uh, theology. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot, uh, it's hard to say, I understand what you're going through when we don't necessarily, and sometimes that's okay. Like we don't have to experience everything that someone else is experiencing, but, um, you are now really, um, able to speak with maybe even more authority of, you know, how difficult it is, but, and yet how possible it is and how Mm -hmm. the Lord is faithful in in that challenge. So it's really, really cool. Yeah. And of course there's just the immediate, um, ministry of just, just trying to be in that workplace setting and to be mm-hmm. a light and, and to have yeah. those conversations, which has been a lot of fun. So mm-hmm. like, aside from just like experiencing the the challenge of time <laughs> yeah. and, you know, there's the actual, you know, representing of Jesus and, and uh, trying to be a light in the darkness, um, seeking to be a light in the darkness, which has been um, very fulfilling, very meaningful for me. Yeah. Um, and it's been something that I've, I'm grateful that the Lord has given me a chance to do over the past year and continue to do here in 2023. Yeah, that's true. I had not even thought about how in a lot of ways um, in doing into the harvest, just like to, you know, push back the curtain. A lot of what we have to do is think about like numbers and views and followers and, you know, the effect like is, is the input that we're putting in worth it? Um, and yet in a lot of ways, you know, this year, you and I both, the Lord has expanded our, our pool of people. Um, just, he's just done it in our everyday life. (laughs) Not, it's not all out on the, on the internet. Um, so that's pretty cool. (laughs) Hey, everybody, we've all got real life. (laughs) Yeah. And you know what? Same thing there. Like, so so even just like, I, I'm a very structured person. Like I've learned this about myself over the what? years, <laughs> but I have to be now, I have to have mental yeah. buckets and th- it's not that I make people projects, but I have to, I have to think about my life in buckets. Mm. Otherwise I just, um, there's too much going on. There's too many people. Um, mm. and, and I want to be faithful in these relationships that the Lord has given me, but you know, I have local relationships I, I have uh, family relationships. I've got work relationships. Um, and so I think part of just being faithful and being a good steward is to, to be thoughtful, to be thoughtful about the connections mm-hmm. and the relationships that the, the Lord has given us, uh, to be prayerful about those, those different people. Um, and, then, and then to try to, again, set priorities so to, to, yeah. to discern like, Lord, who, who do I need to focus on? So going into this year, just on a personal level, Cindy and I, uh, we, we got a little getaway to start the year where we would pray and plan. And we tried to think through just a handful of um, people here in the local area that are younger than us um, mm-hmm. in life and younger than us spiritually, um, that we want to be purposeful about initiating with reaching out to and uh, ultimately, hopefully, discipling uh, over this coming year. Um, but we try to be purposeful and intentional about it. We don't just um, mm-hmm. be scattered and random about who we're reaching out to, who we're trying to stay connected to. I don't know if that makes any sense, but all no, of it, it is, um, yeah, yeah, all of it is, is requiring us to be thoughtful. Yeah, I think um, there comes a point, and I hope almost everyone has gotten this, that we we don't just get to wake up and fly by the seat of our pants and just react to whatever right. like flies at our face. You know, right. we really do have to 
be intentional and intentional is like a word that gets like tossed around maybe way too much like let's yeah. intentionally and I'm like oh do we, must we must we be <laughs> intentional but yeah actually <laughs> I, yeah, you know in, in the same way I, you know I did a very similar thing was like you know who are the ladies I want to invest in this year and one of them I literally was like I'm going to need you to pick a day of the week like right I will give you the the day of the week and you don't always have to use that day of the week, but like, if you don't pick one, like it's not going to happen. Like, so yeah, yeah, I think we have to realize, um, Mm. that, you know, what are the parameters we've got going on and then really be intentional. Otherwise we will go to sleep tonight and not have done the things that we set out to do. So yeah. Or you get like four weeks down the road and you're like, man, I haven't, I haven't talked to that person. Like that person seemed really interested in in learning and growing in their faith. And it's been four weeks since I even had a a text interaction or a phone conversation with them. So that's really, that's what's at stake. Like when we're not thoughtful, when we don't set priorities or even around relationships, Mm -hmm. um, it's very easy for life just to, to take us and the other people, of course, life is taking them in a certain direction as well. So you yeah. do have to, I think, uh, be thoughtful and make it a point to, mm-hmm. um, I'm trying to use phrases that aren't intentional. I know. I, <laughs> you're doing great. <laughs> of, really of think about it. <laughs> those, those relationships. So, so I'll, I'll just drop this here. This, so there's something Cindy would not want me to share this. Oh, goody. Um, only because we it sort you, of Cindy. Com- commits <laughs> us. Yeah. Yeah. So this is, but we have this idea of doing something that we're going to call the, the Titus project. And it's where we take two or at the most three couples over a six month period. Um, and we just purposely mentor and disciple them. Um, cool. In their faith and their marriage and their parenting, if they have children, but oh, also, um, just taking them through the book of Titus. Yeah. But it's going to be very, um, in a sense, it's going to be very structured. We're, we're going to make this a six month commitment and there'll be on a monthly basis. The idea mm-hmm. is that we would have dinner with this couple once a month. And then we individually will try to get with them at least twice a month, one-on-one uh, wife to wife, husband, to husband. Um, That's cool. Yeah. And then of course, working through a certain set of, of material during that time. But I think that's um, what's driving that I believe is just uh, not so much a desire to be programmatic. Cause I don't think that that's the way discipleship works or disciple making mm-hmm. works. But I do think that um, there's this, there's this balance between um, having a program and having a plan. I think mm-hmm. having a program can be almost a little bit dangerous because we can, we can start to put our trust in this program. If we just run these people through this, these steps right. and these materials, they're going to come out the other end yeah. as mature followers of Jesus. Um, but I do think having a plan is important. Um, mm-hmm. Having some, some structure to what it is that you're trying to do. So maybe yeah. later this year we'll revisit and see, this is why she wouldn't want me to say it because we haven't done it yet. So I love uh, it. <laughs> I'm so in Cindy, there's going to be a wait list. So <laughs> I'm going to need you guys to do it. I know everyone's rushing to their, to their keyboards to be like, how do we get to be able to, yeah, Let's well, this it. is yeah. just like on a personal level, one way that we're trying to figure out how can we, one, how can we live out a certain framework that allows us yeah. to, to mm-hmm. be faithful in all these different areas of life and still keep the main thing, the main thing, which is to mm-hmm. follow Jesus and help other people follow him. How can we do it? And so we're just trying to experiment with this framework this year to see how it works. And if it, if it is successful, like I think it will be, then maybe that can be a framework that other people can yeah, uh, use. And that's benefit. really cool. Well, I have been discipled by Cindy. It was awesome. So <laughs> I feel like, uh, I mean, you guys already have a long history of knowing how to do this. However, I like the idea of having a certain frame, like time frame. Right. Um, to it and and also kind of an intentional purpose for it mm-hmm. um and and if you you know most you and i both came from ministries where discipleship was like a word that's used a lot we all mm. have it defined we're like good with it but a right. lot of christian culture is not that way and so having definition to what we're going to do here is 
is really helpful for people. And I think more people would be excited about it if they kind of know like, Oh, I, I need to learn about those things. I need to know, you know, have this spoken into my life and marriage and raising kids and work and all that stuff. So, yeah, I think that's another thing that um, we're up against with this generation. And it's not even really a generational thing. I think it's more of a cultural thing. Like our culture has shifted. Society has shifted. um, It seems to me where, if you if you just have you and I also came up in more open ended um, approaches to discipleship where hey we're going to share life together yeah. and um, we'll get together multiple times in a week mm-hmm. and you know I don't know if it was that we were younger <laughs> I think a lot of times cultural culture and society has just shifted now where mm-hmm. I think people need to have a little bit more structure and a little more idea of what am I getting into. Um, so I don't know. That's another. That's part like a of what... whole other topic, though. Like, because <laughs> yes. yeah, I don't know. I yeah, I don't know if it's a cultural like we are just used. To, I feel like I'm having to teach that um, yeah. here, like teaching like just how to hang out with us. Like, and mm-hmm. there will not be like a scr- an amount of time. Um, but right. also, I've thought, well, maybe it's just Germany too, because most of the Americans were dealing with. Um, or dealing with <laughs> that sounded bad. <laughs> Getting to have relationship <laughs> um, are uh, are you know like surrounded by awesomeness. You know, like you could hang out with the Wilsons, or you could go to Paris. You know, and like all of a sudden, there's just a lot more at stake. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I, I feel like it, there's almost just a learning curve um, that we're, we're all just up against all the time. These are good, good problems to have. And it's exciting to see you guys, even who I feel like have all the answers still like, you know, trying to tinker at it and see what the Holy spirit is telling you to do. And so I think, I think this is, um, it goes back to what you said earlier that the, the situation is still the same today, you know, just as Mm -hmm. when Jesus said the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few back in Matthew's gospel, He's still saying that to us today. Yeah. Um, and it's one of the things that makes um, this life of discipleship and disciple making, I think, so fulfilling and so meaningful is that it, it isn't like you just crack the code and now you just spend the next 20 or 30 years just going through the motions. Yeah. Um, just as we're all called to follow Jesus in our personal lives and in our personal devotion and that requires us to be willing to make changes like like both of us have talked about in our, our own lives. It's the same way in, in ministry that there's there are going to be different approaches during different seasons with different people. Mm-hmm. And so I've always felt that disciple making was there is a science to it. There are principles that are timeless. And that's why we want to study, especially Jesus, to see how did he do it? because there are things that we can learn and put into practice that are still going to work. But there's also an art to disciple making where you have to trust Jesus today to, to help you figure out how do you help this person in this situation? And, Mm. and there you, you have to be faithful and you have to be attentive to God's leading in the present time, which may be different from how he led you even 12 months ago. Yeah. And so you can't just rest on what worked in the past, um, well, which makes and it it's exciting. Just, it's just not us. The bottom line is it's the Holy Spirit 100% of the time. So one time it works and I'm like, yeah, that's because I really rocked in how I shared the gospel. Like, way to go. I just nailed it. I did it exactly how I was taught. So I'm going to go out there and do it again tomorrow. And it's going to be equally as amazing. And it's just not. And I yeah. did it exactly. You know, we. Mm-hmm can never there's no just that we are underestimating how we are like this tiny tiny drop in the bucket he is allowing us to be a part of the work of his holy spirit um and all of these things that we're doing um you know the angels are laughing at us but getting to be faithful and to get to show up um time and time again without knowing what is going to happen is our great joy. It's like the mm. one thing we get to do while we're here on earth, right? We're going to know what's going to happen in heaven. So yeah, um, just more awesomeness. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, we're, we're just trucking along trying to do our best and just 
really just a lot and a lot of praying, right? Like we just right. have to pray like a ton, a ton, because if the Holy Spirit doesn't show up, then mm. my little efforts are going to be. Yeah. Well, I think, um, I hope people can, can pick up just on our conversation today that, um, I'm, I know for me, I'm just as excited about the ministry of into the harvest and, and really not into the harvest as, as a, a thing, as an entity, mm-hmm. as a ministry, but the mission of into the harvest. I'm, yeah. I'm just as excited about that today as I have been in years past, obviously it's looked different over the past 12 months for both of us. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're anticipating it's going to look different going forward here in 2023. But um, we're still going to be living out this lifestyle in our personal lives and in our local areas. Uh, and the ministry of End of the Harvest is going to continue. I, I, I think I probably should say just a few things about expectations for folks. Yes. The blog will not be as consistent as it has been when, when Abigail was, uh, managing that. Good. I'm glad we're going to notice I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we will still. So, so I would encourage folks that if you want to make sure that you're in the loop, then, um, sign up for our, our newsletter, um, which yes. you can do at our website. I'll also put a link to it, um, in the show notes here. Uh, because we will still put out articles, they'll be a little more sporadic this um, this year. Um, so that's one one change that folks will see. We're going to try to be more consistent over on YouTube. Um, so in years past, we've done shorter videos that are more topical. You know, seven seven to eight minutes on specific aspects of following Jesus, or sharing your faith, or making disciples, or studying the Bible. And we're going to try to be more consistent um, over on YouTube this year with those shorter style of videos. So that's something you can be praying for our team, for me. Um, you know, I would also say that if folks are listening to this and and they are skilled and passionate about video editing or even uh, email marketing. Marketing sounds so uh, like we shouldn't be using that word, but basically like if you know how to use MailChimp and and you want to be a part of what we're doing, like there there are opportunities for other people to be involved in the ministry of Into the Harvest. It's not just like we have this professional team and we've got it all covered. Like if you see what we're trying to do and you feel like you've got skills that could help us, you know, reach out to me. Um, You can email me, Andrew at IntoTheHarvest.org. And uh, it'd be cool to uh, partner with our community to, to really grow the influence of, of what we're trying to do. But the yeah. podcast is going to be um, continuing. And I hope that we'll have, I think we've got some pretty exciting interviews lined up for this year. Um, so we're going to try to continue to do that, to bring yeah. people in who also have this vision and are living this out in different places around the world and uh, learn from them. So we'll continue doing that. Um and then we've there been again. trying to get this off the ground for a few years, Abby, but we're we're still trying to get our online courses going. And so look for that in uh, the yes. coming months. It's something that Man, our, that's our team exciting. is still working on. So yeah, End of the Harvest is not going anywhere. We're still going to be continuing the ministry here in Thank 2023. Um, yeah, and trying to live it out in our, our personal lives. Now, how about well, you though, Abigail? Because... I know a lot of folks are going to want to continue to stay connected with you. And, uh, and I know you have some ways where people can do that <laughs> just to put you on the spot. You know, sure. if folks yeah. want to continue to follow what's going on and you're in Brett's lives there in Germany, mm-hmm. what's the best way for them to, to connect? That's a great question. You know, probably I will be continuing to do our family newsletter in this coming year. So we'll put a link to that if you would like to sign up for our monthly newsletter. Um, You can also go to my personal website and subscribe to that. Um, I will be blogging more. Just FYI, though, do not expect it to be the same caliber of Into the Harvest writing. And that's why it... I have to not do into the harvest. If I was just going to continue to write and just not write for into the harvest, that's ridiculous. No, we're just talking about unedited thoughts of Abigail. So, you know, keep the expectations real low. Well, I mean, <laughs> if I have so, anything good, I'll send it to into the harvest. <laughs> so when you say that though, I mean, it's really going to be different in style, right? I mean, yes. Yes. With into the it's harvest. Like talking we, to me. 
Yeah, if you like, would like within to talk the harvest, to me. we we publish <laughs> articles. Yes. Um, and what you're going to be doing is is more of a traditional blog, yeah. where yeah. you're sh journaling and sharing, which I mm -hmm. think a lot of people actually prefer. So I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that it's going to okay. be lower caliber, folks. It's just going to be a different um, okay. <laughs> vibe. Yeah, in, it's what you get. It's probably more what you will get you get for me on the podcast. Weirdly mm -hmm. enough. Um, that's my writing, my blog writing style is really just me writing down my, my words of my head. So, and yeah. that's also what I do here, which is why it's so great. <laughs> just the is, words coming out of my brain. What is the address of your website? Um, abigailwilsonauthor.com. Abigailwilsonauthor.com. Again, we'll, we'll put that in the show notes as well, but yeah. just uh, have that in your mind and you, they can sign, I'll put the link to the sign up for your newsletter sure. as well, your monthly yeah. newsletter, but that's also at the website, the, uh, the family yes. newsletter. Uh, no, it's not. It's secret. Okay. So well, I will, I will also put it out there for a limited time on this, on this episode. Um, I'll just send the link and so you can just sign up via the link. Um, yeah. But I also will be around on Into the Harvest Instagram and Facebook um, now that I am not like a legit on staff type of person. I instead get to just be a good old fashioned follower. And um, I look forward to just being able to comment and share on there. So you can also catch me over there. So continue. Um, we'll all be um, fans together and, and followers together and on mission together, which has been the great joy of this journey for me is to be able to um, just be laboring side by side with so many people that I did not even know before I started this with you, Andrew. So um, it's been a real um, pleasure and honor to just uh, get to meet so many different people all over the world uh, via uh, Into the Harvest Ministries and and just get to chat with you, Andrew, and all of the awesome people that we've gotten to interview um, has been an absolute delight. And I've loved every second of it. So I cannot wait to just be a fan that didn't have to do any work that just gets to like consume all the goodness <laughs> <laughs> of Into the Harvest and be a financial supporter. Yes. And everyone can join me in that too. Those are my last words. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we're, um, we're starting a new chapter, but it's the same book, the same story. Yeah. And I am hoping that folks you know, that are interested will, will sign up for that monthly newsletter for, mm -hmm. that you send out. I know we Thanks. get that every month. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure folks will, will want to stay connected. So we'll, uh, yeah, we'll check back do. with one another, hopefully later this year and uh, maybe sure. get another update, but why don't we, uh, why don't we wrap it up there, Abby? All right. Thanks everybody. Thanks, Andrew. All right, guys, we'll talk to you next time. Thank you.